Good evening and welcome back to the Adventures in Lollygagging. I am Aaron and I'm going to be your Game Master again tonight. Uh, thank you, Stephen, for once again letting me have your chair for one last night, one last session of Heroic Deeds. Uh, we are going to uh, we're going to finish off uh, at least this portion of our story of the Village of Hamlet tonight, um, showcasing Pete Lattimore's game, Heroic Deeds, which is currently on Kickstarter. Uh, and if you like what you see here, you've still got 32 hours or so left to go and back it. A little bit about Pete. He is the founder and Twitch director of Garblag Games. Uh, he is the creator of another game called Dodeca. He's published. Uh, he's a published TTRPG cartographer. And anybody who's gone to the Garblag Discord and everybody watching and listening to this is welcome to join us over there. He is the prime Garblag of the Garpocalypse. Uh, he has been working on Heroic Deeds for, for quite a while now, and it's a, it's a very interesting game. It's a fantasy, high fantasy, with kind of those old school feels that you get back from your advanced Dungeons and Dragons days, your old tunnels and trolls, castles and crusaders and whatnot. Uh, but it's got modern mechanics that uh, brings it into the 21st century. Uh, in addition to his writing on the game, he's got three artists now working uh, with him. Dean Spencer, Mustafa Bakir, and since they've gotten to their first stretch goal, he's able been able to bring Douglas Derry on board as well for additional art. So uh, the campaign is fully funded. They have met their first stretch goal, and his first stretch goal was to add more art to the book uh, to make it uh, a, a more interesting, entertaining, and, and beautiful read for when you get your hands on it. So, uh, like I said, if you like what you're seeing here, check out the Kickstarter page. Um, go join him on his Heroic Deeds Discord. He's always over there answering answering questions about the game, about the homebrew setting, which is the World Mountain, which is included in the game. But as you've seen here, you know, you can easily pull the mechanics for this game out and you can stick it in any world you want. But you should definitely read through uh, The World Mountain because his take on this fantasy land is amazing. It's well-developed. It's got interesting uh, geography and, and, and interesting world building. So I, I think you'll like it when you take a look at it. So now that I've done the plugging, we're going to turn it over and we're going to have our players reintroduce their characters, tell us about the legend that they built uh, and then we'll get into a short recap, and then we'll see how long it takes me to murder a party of adventurers. So, let's start with Steven. Hey, that's me. Uh, I am playing Black Lotus, known as Billy to his friends, BL Billy. Uh, I was born among the clouds. I trust what I can see before me. The world taught me a dark truth. And I seek forbidden knowledge. Because of this, I became a rune wielder. And magic came to me in a strange discovery. Uh, so last session, I was able to get uh, several pips uh, checked off uh, for my first level deeds. I have two pips of arcane understanding. Uh, so I'm halfway there on that one. I've got one pip for magician in training. Um, and I've got two pips in authority offensive arts uh so there are two of them that i have a good chance of uh hitting this session uh like. using my sentences 
uh, I then created my backstory where Black Lotus was fortunate enough to be born to the prestigious Lotus family, a line of renowned dwarven rune wielders. And he was conceived during one of his father's adventures among the stalactite dwelling hawk folk because I was born among the clouds. Uh, his father, unfortunately, died a few nights later in battle, and his mother tragically died shortly after the birth because this is uh, high fantasy. So I have to be an orphan. Uh, unwritten rule there. Uh, leaving me as an infant, an orphan surrounded by folk that were not my kind in an, an element that was not my own. Uh, the only possession I had of my father's was a copy of his Lotus Chronicles, a book detailing all the secrets of the Lotus family. Uh, this became uh, my most prized possession. Uh, and it often clashed with the the words inside often clashed with the wisdom and culture taught by the hawk folk, which is why I only trust what I can see before me. Uh, it led me to become quite cynical. Uh, and that's not to say that I don't believe in greater powers. I am a rune wielder, rune wielder. So obviously I know magic and uh, there are greater beings, but it's just what I can use for myself that matters to me the most. Uh, the Chronicles also go into far too much detail about very dark forces that lie in slumber, aching for release. Uh, and that is the dark truth that the world taught me. Um, and I wish more than anything to complete my father's final quest, uh, which is to find forbidden knowledge. While on that quest, I was, uh, I found myself deep below the ruins of Arlorn, where I discovered an arcane codex inscribed in stone. And these magic runes finally allowed me to wield the same powers as my family. And that is how magic came to me in a strange discovery. And then uh, I have used this power uh, to my own ends to try and uh, accomplish my quests. And I have joined up with a group of quite strange characters to do so. And that is Black Lotus, Billy. Awesome. Can't wait to see Billy the Dwarf in action again. Kipser, you're up. All right. So when I rolled my character, I rolled, I was born to muck and toil. Uh, I trust not but steal. The world taught me action must be taken, and I seek ultimate power. So most of what I got was a frontline fighter kind of stat build. Uh, so I decided to go with Oathsworn, and I was excited to play uh, a Jotun because it's not a race that I saw very often. Um, so I rewrote the Frosty the Snowman uh, Christmas story and made it uh, fantasy. <clears throat> so obviously the children are replaced with halflings because, you know, that's pretty much the same thing. Um, but my story was, I was born to parents who traveled the land, taking jobs as farmhands as the season and work appeared and or selling plants, plant-based mixtures. So that is, I was born to muck and toil. I never took to the work and was, as was tradition with our ancestors residing in the summit city of Jordangerg, still not sure on the pronunciation, to help learn and find ourselves when I was yet young, I was sent off to survive on my own for a full season. 
As winter took hold, here's the Frosty the Snowman bit. Uh, winter took hold, some gnome children found me, oh, gnomes, not halflings, my bad, and thought I was a living construct of their games. They hid me in a shed, brought me food, and we all played together in the snow. Uh, however, as the seasons began to change, an army marched to the gnome community and men found us out by the shed. I was able to overpower one and took his sword for myself. So there's where we bring in, I trust not, but steel. Um, and also the world taught me action must be taken. I learned I was very good with steel that day. I trained and protected those I could, keeping the gnomes safe with swift action. One evening, I heard that there was some ancient sword that never dulled, which I could use to protect my community. Now we're bringing in uh, ultimate power. Um, I have set out to find it, uh, looking and working as a mercenary along the way I accidentally followed, right below me, followed this gnome and dwarf uh, over there, oh, wrong way, that way. Um, and dwarf thinking them like small animals in need of help. Uh, as far as my techniques are going, uh, I've gotten uh, for Oathsworn, uh, number one is Sword and Board. Uh, I've gotten three pips in that. I've done that ability three times. Um, Shield Barge, I've done one time. Defend the Meek, uh, which, you know, I've you know, protected my friends and uh, <laughs> taking two pips in that for two fights. <laughs> uh, hero in training, I just got one hero in training is when I've survived four battles against multiple enemies, um, which was only one of the fights. And sterner stuff, I took three pips because it's defeat four opponents in melee combat. In theory, maybe three, maybe two. I took three, <clears throat> even though maybe the third one I didn't quite get into close combat with or fight at all. Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome, and uh, we we will let all of our pips stand for this for 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 this uh, for this playthrough. We'd like to see if anybody actually finishes off one of their level one deeds. As a reminder, before we uh, find out who Jeff is playing, one of the interesting things about this game is is the leveling process. It's not straight XP. It's not you know you get a certain talent when you get a certain XP threshold. You have these deeds, and when you take actions in accordance with these deeds, you get a mark in them. And when you've completed that particular deed four times, you either get a talent or an attribute boost or whatever that deed specifies as your reward. Then if you've once you've completed three deeds at your current level, you level up and then you have additional deeds at the new level that you can that you can work on. So it's a very flexible system and it allows you to to mirror the play style you want your character to have to how you want to grow your experience. So it gives you a lot of flexibility in exploring the different ways that, you know, an Oathsworn character can develop. Well, it depends on how you want to play your Oathsworn. And then you'll find different deeds that fit that play style and you'll develop a completely different character, which I think is, is a very cool system. Uh, I like it quite a bit. Um, now that my exposition is done once again, we will drop down to Jeff. Hi. Uh, my name is Sonny Kaboom. Uh, I have been known Dark Delver, and uh, I was born into rank and foil, uh, which turned into my family being uh, 
like mercenaries for a mercenary group. We specifically did like thinky things and mechanics and alchemy and such. I trust coin uh, because I was born into a mercenary life and really we just got paid all the time and that seemed to be everyone sort of respected that kind of thing. Uh, but the world taught me that knowledge is power because I had a very dear friend. I can't quite remember what his name is, but he is so very dear that whenever I think of his name, it gets me very verklempt. So anyhow, he and I used to scramble around and these get sent on these little tunnel digs and such, and we'd affix various explosive devices uh, to the to the bases of various keeps. And he died. He was killed by a sorcerer named Bison. And uh, after he died, um, the mercenary company just just tossed his family aside because it's, they said, well, your dear friend's the one who knew everything. The kids, wife and kids don't know anything. Get out of here. So I got upset and I realized that the more knowledge you had, that's really all anyone really cares about. What you can do for them, what you know. So anyhow, I seek a better life uh, because uh, I left the mercenary company because I don't want to live like that. Not a place where they would throw out my dear friends, whatever his name was, his wife and his kids. And so uh, so I, I seek a better life for myself. I seek a better life for them. I also seek a bit of vengeance because Bison's still out there somewhere, that cruel, terrible man. And I delve in search of, of of lost dwarven cities. And that's because I have a new best friend. And his name's Billy Black Lotus. And he's a dwarf. And he doesn't know where he comes from. And he doesn't know where his houses were. And so I said, hey, I'll help you find him. I'm good at tunneling and digging and such. And maybe they're down there somewhere. And so hopefully you don't get killed. And I don't have to pay for your family too. Because... I'm already starting to hemorrhage in my cash. Uh, but luckily, you don't have a family, so it's not a problem. Anyhow, that's Sonny Kaboom. Um, his, uh, so, first level deeds. Uh, I'm dumb. I could have had multiple pips in Danger Sense, but I forgot. Uh, but I do have three pips in Range Finder, which is defeat for opponents in range combat. Uh, if I get one more, I get a talent uh, called Farshot. Uh, I do have Rogue in Training. Uh, which is survive four battles against multiple uh, multiple enemies. We've only survived one battle so far that had multiple enemies. The spider was just the one. Uh, and then I also have uh, Tomb Robber. So I use a Relic's Major function four times in combat or in exploration. Uh, last time around uh, in order to evade uh, a spider that tried to, tried to kill me, uh, I use my Provisional Bilocation Relic. Uh, which allowed me to be in two places at once. One of those was in the the clutches of this giant uh, spider. Uh, the other one was not there and turned around and shot. And, uh, and that's Sonny Kaboom and his dear friend Mercer. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to miss Sonny Kaboom. That's for sure. Uh, for, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. For, for what is essentially an extended one-shot, the four of you have made incredibly entertaining characters. I, I love every single one of them. Um, Melissa, why don't you tell us about your lizard folk? Uh, yes, so I am Denza Gix. I am a Saurian uh, wild walker. 
I was born in a long shadow. I trust the weakness of others. The world taught me forewarned is forearmed. I seek fame and fortune, and my infestation is cold-blooded and scaled. So my mother traded secrets that got several members of our clan killed, and I was born in exile. My earliest lessons were how to steal and look cute enough when caught to bring home even more than expected. We were nomadic. We learned about each new area long before we entered, listening to the gossip of the travelers and the gossip of the guards. As my wild walker skills developed, I became more and more torn between my abilities to commune with and mimic the natural world and the desire for the comforts that gold can buy. Denza has some, so some of the first level deeds are a little bit similar. Um, so um, wild walkers have strider in training, which is also survive four battles against multiple enemies. So got one pip in that because we were all part of that one battle. Um, and then the rest of the deeds have to do with adaptations. So the adaptations have multiple tags on them. So you can kind of pick when you implement an adaptation, sort of which of the tags. So you may have like project, pro protective and projectile might be one. And so then when you implement it, then you can kind of decide which one you're going to put the pip in. And then wild heart is just manifesting an adaptation four times. So I basically have a few different things that have a pip in them. That is awesome. I will say this, as we get into tonight's play, if you finish off um, one of your deeds, you know, stop me. We'll, we're going to we're going to pull it up. We're going to see what you get out of that. We're going to explain what it what it is. And we're going to go ahead and, and essentially, you know, award you the deed in the moment so that we can get some advanced play. If it happens uh, tonight, see, you know, see what it looks like when you complete a deed. So thanks, everybody, for reminding us who your characters are. A little quick recap. Uh, our group were, uh, were a small mercenary squad that had been working um, for one of the bandit kingdoms uh, in a skirmish between two bandit kingdoms. Uh, their side was losing. Uh, so they scattered from the battlefield along with several other mercenary companies and squads uh, and fled. They fled the battle. Uh, their horses uh, did not make the trip, and they, they pulled their bedraggled, exhausted bodies into the village of Homlet. They were low on funds uh, and tired and looking for an opportunity to put some gold back in their pockets. Um, and Denza found a pair of traders who were looking for their third partner, uh, uh, an individual by the name of Castor Voss who had stolen a magical key that they had been deciphering and headed deep into the bogs to an old abandoned moat house that was said to have a secret temple beneath it. They had determined that the magical key would open a secret lock, a hidden door that would allow them entrance into the temple. Uh, however, the, their third partner, the, the, the traitorous one, Castor Voss, took off with the key before... Uh, they were able to uh, 
discover that this door was well hidden. So the partners believed that if you got there in time, they would be able to stop Castor Voss because he more than likely has not been able to find this hidden door with this uh, this secret magical lock for this key. Um, so our party set out. Uh, the sky continued to darken. The rain fell uh, continuously, pounding and pattering against our group as they made their ways uh, down the old cobbled road. And eventually the road began to break up and turn into a muddy track. And then it began to go into the bog. And the stench of the bog filled them. And the rain continued to fall. And the bog continued to get deeper. And they had to work to stay on the paths, trying to slowly find their way along because they could tell that off the path on either side, the waters would get deeper and the bog would get more treacherous. They went along and they got within sight, quarter mile, half mile away of the hillock. And they were beset upon by two great toads. Uh, the come on, we're gonna. If I remember correct, the Dark Mire Leapers. Uh, and sadly, Denza was was quickly swallowed. Um, quickly swallowed. <laughs> quickly swallowed, and 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 we feared for Denza's life as the the acids. And the dark mire le uh, leaper's stomach began to churn away at her. And having found its meal, it began to hop off deeper into the bog. Everyone eventually managed to fight off these, these horrible giant amphibians and free Denza in a slimy ball of, of frog stomach acid blood and, and ooze. Oh. But they were alive. They had survived the encounter and began to make their way, slightly beaten, slightly bedraggled, uh, into uh, the begin well up to the moat house. They saw that uh, the the drawbridge was down, uh, but had been uh, trapped and or damaged, and that there was a very deep, wide moat around the moat house still, uh, bleeding into the bog. But the waters of the moat itself looked very, very deep. So the party walked around a bit, looked for another way into uh, the moat house. But the further they got away from the drawbridge, the further they got into the bog, the more the sounds of the giant frogs, the croaking, <laughs> began from all around them. And they identified multiple voices of these giant frogs. They heard the slappings of their flippers as they lurched their way closer to the moat house and an easy meal. Uh, so the party retreated, smartly retreated, I might add, and headed back towards the drawbridge and made their way uh, across the drawbridge and into uh, the darkened Barbican. And as they made their way into this pitch black area, you know, they began to feel threads of web stretch across their face and break. And then there was a chittering from above and a death silk spider dropped, encasing them, biting at them. And as Sonny already said, he used his incredible gifts, 
uh, his incredible relic, and he translated himself into two spaces and that was able to abandon his captured body, take his new form, and shoot the Delft silk spider. So tired, wet, some of us covered in stomach acid and, and dead frog bile, we find ourselves in a darkened barbican. On the opposite side, there are two doors that would push out into the courtyard of the moat house. You see around you in, in, the, in the fractions of the moonlight, cocooned bodies, uh, obviously previous victims of the spider. A couple of them are still squishy. They still smell of death and rot and decay. And a small drips of fluid are oozing out from around the silken threads. Why don't you remind all of us where you're at on vitality, where you're at on wounds, and then tell me what you'd like to do. Uh, guys, I, this, not in addition to all of the smelling, it also hurts. Uh, so she's currently at three current vitality out of a uh, total of nine vitality uh, and has one wound. Yes. So if we could like sit for a little bit, that uh, would be great. The smell, whatever. Let's rest. Uh, currently, Frosty has one actual wound and five out of eleven vitality left. Nice, nice. How's Billy looking? Uh, I I thought I was doing well until I heard she has max eleven vitality. Uh, Billy is at zero wounds, uh, current vitality five out of seven because he cast a spell. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's gonna look at Denza being all injured, uh, and he's gonna start slapping a tincture on himself to give himself two vitality back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy the dwarf. And how's Sunny looking? Uh, not so good, I don't think. Uh, so wounds count from zero up, right? We don't mm -hmm. count and go down. I've got six wounds. Um, What's seems, your maximum? Uh, I think it's. Uh, well, see, I, I'm actually kind of sure. Can, uh, like my my sheet's not showing it correctly. I could have sworn I took damage, um, but I think you no. Never up? mind. No, there is a current wounds line. I'm okay, I guess. I could have sworn I took some damage though. I thought you just took vitality damage, but I, I, I could be. Mistaken. I might have. Yeah, yeah. My, my shoulder the zero. whole time. No, the the spider got got a hit oh, off true. on me. I'll have to check my other notes to see if I took some. Uh, but no, I don't have any. I don't have any wounds. Never mind. I lied. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just really. You frightened. heard it here, folks. Jeff cheats at RPGs. Um, oh, they, they've been watching for years. They kind of already knew that. <laughs> that's just me. Um, uh, I do have. I am. I do still have the frightened condition though. So I have uh, been frightened. I think. After now that the combat is done, you're you're, okay, you're, all, you're out of the condition. Yeah. So okay. while you're sitting within this uh, dark, you know, almost pitch black Barbican, uh, you've got the stench of this dying giant spider with you. Uh, it's your wet water from the rain is still coming in and flooding into the Barbican. Uh, it's miserable. It's uncomfortable, and it's very dark. The doors you came through uh, are obviously still open that go, you know, will go out to the drawbridge. And the two doors that would lead into the courtyard are shut. You can hold up here if you'd like for a little while, whatever you'd like. 
Um, hey, uh, Frosty, why you take a, a little nap? Up! Yeah. Up! Oh, uh, up. yes, that's all right. I sleep sitting like a horse stands. Uh-huh. And so then uh, on Frosty's shoulders, he's just going to start, like, cutting open some mm-hmm. of the stuff at the top and see uh, see what falls out. Right over me? Wonderful. Indeed. Great. Great. friends. I mean, you could be, you can't be my bestest friend because you're not a dwarf, but you're my, my best friend after that. Okay, um, it's dark, so Thanks. go ahead and give me a observe check. Um, but you need to get two successes because it's very right. dark in here. All right, observe. Uh, I do have five guile, so I am getting to roll uh, a good amount. I don't have any skill in observe, so I need 11. So 11. Uh, let's see, one of those is cocked. I do have a one eleven. Uh, nope, only one success. Well, that's you can spend a vitality because if you're only if you're only missing your success by one success, you mm-hmm. can succeed at a cost. You spend a vitality and you 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 succeed by getting that extra success. Let's do it. All right. Um, so, Frosty, as this uh, as this silk cocoon opens, uh, Sunny grabs into it and pulls something out. Um, and then pivots a little bit out of the way. And this, obvious, obviously the spider had not finished feeding on this body because it's relatively fresh and still squishy. And this bloated, purpling corpse yeah. sort of falls down on your shoulders and bursts across your body. And its eyeball rolls out of its socket and lands in your lap. Give me a composure Sunny. <laughs> Sunny's <laughs> on to the next one. You're talking about sunny. <laughs> you gotta say. Uh, okay, so name. composure. Oh dear. Um, so I have a three in psyche and a zero in composure. So that's three dice, right? You roll three dice. You've got to get eleven or better. Eleven or better. Or at least one. Uh, yes, I got a twelve. Okay, so you have the immediate urge to jump up and run out of this barbican but you're able to control yourself and sit there looking down in your lap Mm -hmm. as a dead man's eyeball looks up at you and as his shoulders sort of dissolve across your shoulders and his intestines sort of go down your back so frosty is going to sigh she will reach down scoop this eyeball into her hand with her other hand she'll grab onto sunny's uh waist Ah. pull him off Drop the eye down the back of his tunic, then put him on the ground and go. She's going to be careful. She knows there's water outside with creatures in it, but she's hoping to get a little, like just a little bit to, to splash without attracting attention What's on herself. Oh my God, that's, <laughs> what did you do? That's so rude. I'm trying to find this treasure. Well, you can do it by yourself. No, I so- really can't. It's very far up. <laughs> mm, that seems like a you problem. <laughs> so as Frosty uh, moves out to uh, to clean off the gore, Sonny, you see what you've pulled out is <laughs> a, a composite short bow of of black wood. Um, oh, give me cold. either a uh, well, I'll I'll let you decide. You can either give me a weird check. 
an arcane check, um, or you can give me a craft check. I'll get you different information. I'll definitely go craft, as that's the one that I've got. I've got four in training, and I've got one in craft. The other two I don't have anything in. So you need a 10 plus. Okay, and I'm going to use my, my green die as my special one. All right, so I need 10s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a 12, so one okay. success. So in looking at yeah. this bow, you it's beautifully crafted, and it's crafted of petrified living wood. And you don't understand, so it's still supple like a bow, but it's got the strength of stone. Um, and you can see as you look closer... Uh, the the bowstring itself appears to be um, all it's it's some sort of wire. But the closer you look, you think you think what it is is the braided whiskers of a dragon. And along oh. the bow, there are runes etched into it uh, that you don't understand. But you would oh. guess that it is it is ancient dwarven craft. Oh, ah, oh. uh, Billy, 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 best friend, Billy. Yeah. What do you want? Like, come here. I found something. But that show with the frosty. She put some sort of loogie down my back. Come here. Come here. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's gross. Can you fish it out? I want to show you something. I ain't fishing it out. Just show it to me. Fine, God, now I'm, why is everyone so unhelpful? Here you go. Take a look, look, look what I found. Look what I found. I found it up there. I think this is dragon. I think it's made from dragon. Look at it. And it's got runes on it. I don't know what it says. It probably says, a uh, property let me see of let me see dragon. Uh, okay, that's why I called you over. Calm down. Here you go. Well, hand it over then. I just gave it to you. What do you fix it in your hair? Oh, no, sorry. I just kind of like gently push his face backwards and start looking at the bow. (laughs) I hope you both get composure checks when that eyeball comes out the back of the shirt. Uh, Okay. um, Go ahead and either give me an arcane or a weird check. I'll go with arcane. I've got uh, four in that. Uh, Four occult, one arcane. So I'm hoping for tens. Uh, that's nothing. Nothing okay. at all. <laughs> you can spend a point of luck. You guys currently have two points of good luck, and I have three points of bad luck. You could spend a good point a good point of good luck and uh, roll. I'll pass. I'll pass. It's not the time to spend luck. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yes, you have this bow. Um, all, all you really can tell, uh, and anybody else who wants to try to roll arcane or, uh, or weird can, I mean, there's there's no there's nothing stopping you from trying, um, except that I'm not showing anyone else as I start tucking it into my backpack. Sunny? Uh, no, no, I don't think <laughs> that's exactly how it. Oh, I give it back now, you greedy. You're off your eye, man. You gave it to me. I said I wanted you to take a look at it. I, I took it. Is, do you know how to find? You said to take it. I took it. No, I didn't. I said I wanted you to look at it. I wanted to share in my discovery with my best friend. And did you say there's my... a bow over there? Is there a bow? See, is that a new bow? What you did now? She's like, look at her. She sounds like she's tired. Well, if you wouldn't have kept talking, if you would have shut your wee little mouth, 
Do it. Why? Is there Why? a bow? bow? What is that over there? Yes. yes. And I just point yes. towards a random shadow. <laughs> I'm not looking over there. I fell for that lock ten times. It's not happening again. Give me the damn I was going back. for Denza and you ruined it. I knew well, you give... wouldn't look, but I thought she would. Now, now you've been... You're not being very nice. I don't know why you're not, but, you know, my other best friend, who's now dead, he was a way better best friend than you. Oh, yeah? What was his name? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Give me the damn bow back. I give him the damn bow back. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, Denzel, look what I found. <laughs> oh, that looks so interesting. I have a two and a cult and nothing in Arcane, but we're here to roll dice. So, rolling dice. I like it. <laughs> those are those are some symbols there. They look once again. You can spend some luck if you want. Yes. Um. Oh yes, that's the thing that we give you, so you can kill us. That's right. <laughs> or I spend it. I give it back to you. You know, I'm. I'll, I'll get around to spending some bad luck here. I'm sure soon. So. Now what I was thinking. That's a really nice bow. What? Yeah. What? But whoever had it got eaten, or was about to be eaten, by that spider. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm We beat the spider. So we deserve the bow. Wow. Well, I mean, that's not where I was going with it, but I sort of think that's my idea. Are you good at bows? Do you know how to shoot? I know how to shoot a cross. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. I hope <laughs> so... I didn't realize I had it loaded still. Sorry. <laughs> Once Frosty comes back, she's just going to grab all of the hanging bodies, <laughs> put them on the floor in a line, and then go rest in the opposite corner. As oh. you pull most of them down, they, they kind of crunch and dust flows down over your face as the fully desiccated corpse <laughs> crumble in your hands. But one of them is still pretty squishy, and as you pull it down, you just kind of feel your fingers sink in through... Mm. Uh, I know, look over to Sunny. decayed ribs. Just gonna like hold it over him a little bit. Ah, hi. And what, squish. What, 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 what are you? Denzo's oh, ah. gonna push Sunny out of the way because <laughs> she's like, ah, so the runes that are on this. So I spent a luck. I rerolled and I got double nines. So I didn't pass, but my but other hero dies. My hero yep. die. So that's uh, that is a success. There so what, when you're looking at this bow, um, you remember uh, an old dwarf uh, rune wielder that you had met in your tra earlier travels. Um, and he had taught you a little bit of the runic tongue. Um, and you recognize that the runes on the bow uh, declare this heart's curdle is the name of the bow. And... Uh, a level one deed that is associated with this bow is after four successful hits in combat that cause damage, the wielder of the bow unlocks the bow's first level magic. You can spend two points of vitality and impose uh, the fear condition equal to the amount of total damage caused on whoever you hit with the bow. It's standard. It gives you plus one to observe to hit with the bow. So you're observed, you get plus one to observe when you're using this bow. And the strength of the arrows are nine base strength damage. Sunny. 
hey sonny and so she like pushed him out of the way so that none of that and she like denza kind of looks over at frosty i don't know what's up with her and goo but she's like obsessed with like squeezing and dropping goo but it's on the ground it didn't that's why i pushed you so that you wouldn't get goo on your head no i thought you were attacking me or something no everyone keeps no. attacking me it's sticking no, it's a bow it's a super cool bow i know you know what it it's goes like it yes so like it's really strong and it does really cool things and like if you're if you hit stuff with it gets even better okay do, do you know how to use it do you want to use it if you want to i i, I can use it I, if you want to use it it's fine to you i suppose i can i also have a sword no no so. it's, it's fine I'll, ta- I'll take it back. I'm just trying to be nice and friendly, unlike some people in this party. I would give it to, to Frosty, but she would just probably mangle it with the big old sausage fingers. So, you know, like really you... big sausages. Um, so, uh, out of character, like, Sonny, I mean, it's, it's, it's observed to fire this? Yep. I mean, I don't have any points in observe, but I do have five guile. I'm not sure if you guys have heard. Of <laughs> I only have three guile. So, yeah, so Tenta will just sort of like, she'll we'll, run through like every, we'll all of no, the stats. We'll take it. We'll take and, it. Yeah. So when you, got, yeah. when you fire this though, you, for, for firing this bow, you do have one in observe with this bow. So it oh, drops sweet. it down to 10. So it gives you plus one to observe when firing this bow and it's a strength nine weapon. If you hit four people with it, let me know, and I will tell you okay. about the power that you unlock. I hit three people immediately by attacking <laughs> each members of my party. <laughs> and I this is how we start our TPK. You had to save him. You just had to save him from being slimed. So, and, and also, Denza has an herbalist pouch. So what she was doing was um kind of before kind of sunny came over with the with the bow um was attempting a couple of uses so there's four uses in an herbalist pouch uh mm-hmm. it's a medicine check to restore one vitality um mm-hmm. she's currently down six vitality so she's gonna do like two uses of that if that is a possible thing um mm-hmm. if not i could just do like a tincture or something um you absolutely can give it a, give it a go Give it a shot. So medicine, I have four in education and one in medicine. So I'm rolling for tens. Uh, and I got one twelve. So that's a success. All right. On the first use and then use number two. And then I will see if anybody else needs a use of this. Uh, I got an 11 on that one. So. Okay. Nice. Um, while you're talent. doing that, the the second squishy body, if if you look through it, you do find a uh, a satchel uh, looped over the side of this corpse. Um, and looking in it, you find four black pearls worth about ten gold pieces in total. Um, and possibly more important, you find four tinctures and one herbal salve. Well, here 
and she'll give one of the black pearls to Billy, one to Sunny, even though you didn't allow me my vengeance when he gooped me to goop him back, you also get one Denza. And she will give one of the black pearls to each for uh, companions. What? What is she going on about with vengeance? Um, if uh, we have four tentures, um, we're probably are, we're probably not going to rest. I should just consume them, right? You can. I mean, you guys could totally rest. I think we every half hour resting. will it's, heal you one yeah, it's by thirty minutes. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean that I will say you guys already have spent a half hour here, pretty much in no activity. So you can all heal one vitality at this point. Okay. Uh, uh, and then, sorry, one another herbalist pouch. Uh, an herbal salve, so it heals one out of combat. Okay, just making notes. So, how long would uh, you guys like to stay in this dark, wet, dank, stinking barbican? I feel quite hale. I'm ready to move on. Well, I don't know what he said, but I, I'm I'm ready to move on too. I will consume some tentures so that we can move on. Okay. Well, hold, hold on now. If there are four of those, we should each get one as well. No. <laughs> that is how that's how counting works. There's four of us and four of those. Yes, but you and I take a lot more damage than Billy and Sunny. And Just because you went and got your ass beat doesn't mean I shouldn't get a tincture. I also need to get fully healed before we go into that room where there is likely Caster Voss who is about to attack us. Oh, go, go ahead and take him. It's fine. It's fine. I thought we were going to get some PvP I... here. Because, you know, I, I love it when other characters kill other characters. It's one of my signature moves. <laughs> yes, sir. I've heard someone if someone gives Sonny a knife when he's sitting on Frosty's shoulders. He makes <laughs> stuff happen. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good to know. She's, she's I don't have a knife, but I'll give you a candle. She's taking the drugs. Look at her. She's gonna turn. Get her. Get her now. Okay, so two vitality. So if I have six. Um, yeah, I'll drink. I'll drink three of those. Uh, and then there's one tenture left. I have one herbal salve and left for anyone and one tension for everyone. Tincture is two vitality. Correct. Yeah, I and needed one vitality uh, just from sitting here. Yes, and I needed to drink three of them to get full vitality. Oh, that's right, because you have eleven vitality. Mm. Yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're eleven. I still vitality. have a tincture and a solve from character creation, so okay. Um, I'm good to move forward. Yeah, okay. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I mean, I've got two in my inventory, in but like. <laughs> okay, so I had none in my inventory. You spent it's a half drinking. hour. You rested. You 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 looked into this bow. You found some pearls. Uh, Frosty managed to get most of the goop off of her. Denza, the the stomach bile and acid has dried and kind of flaked off of her scales. Sonny still hasn't found the eye that's somewhere in his pants. But we're ready to move on. Uh, so there's the double doors that you assume will lead into the moat house's courtyard in front of you. Okay. Sonny wants to very carefully assess it for any sort of nefarious traps or some such. If, right. if this person, 
this fella, I can't remember names for some reason. I think I took a knock to a noggin. Anyhow. Casper? Please. Casper's Voss, yeah. a ghost, I thought. Never mind. Anyhow. Caster of Voss. Okay. Caster of Voss. If, if, if they're expecting trouble, they might have booby trapped some things and such, you know. So just to be careful. Uh, so he wants to just take a, a take a quick peek at the door before Absolutely. we... Absolutely. Give me yeah. an operate check. Okay. Uh, now we're talking my language. Uh, so I have four in training. And I have two in operate. So I'm rolling four dice. I need nines. Uh, uh, that's two successes. Uh, so I've got a nine and an 11. So you check around the doors, you're looking for wires, you're checking planks, you're looking for any pressure place that might have been added or any kind of explosive that might have been, you know, attached to the back of the bar. Uh, and you don't find anything. There does not seem to be any traps on these doors. Okay, so he, he turns to Ferrasi. Okay, it's safe. There's no, no traps if you want to. Okay. Like there. Yes, I will. And you'll see her pull out and chug the herbal sob as well, just to reduce that one wound that she had. I will take the lead. I am ready. And she'll equip her sword and shield and move towards the door. Okay. Sonny's um, still in corners, corners and doors with his bow. <laughs> Sweet. <Still open. laughs> see inside on. <laughs> did, did Sonny... Sunny, do you want a piggyback again? Like a bow, mate. I gotta use two hands with this one, so maybe I shouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't mind some uppies. I'm opening the door now. You're on her so team. The, Trust the, the double doors open out into the courtyard. The rain is still pounding. Uh, as you move out into the courtyard, Frosty, you can see in the northeast corner. You know, there's, there's the four walls that define this cor uh, courtyard. And then in the northeast corner, there are a set of stairs that are moving up to where the moat house keeps uh, large double doors would be. But they're broken off their hinges. However, that's not what really attracts your attention. You see that somebody has extended a great tarpaulin out uh, along those stairs. And underneath the stairs... Lit by a couple of torches are two humans with bows wearing leather armor and, and skull caps. But uh, what really strikes your attention is the form of a two-headed ogre, or Etten, standing there with a large obsidian club, picking his teeth, uh, also wearing mail, a uh, nice-looking mail. And he goes, one of the heads looks over, he goes, A Jotun! I was not expecting to see a Jotun. And the other head goes, Now listen, brother, why wouldn't you expect to see a Jotun? They're, they're more common than we are. Now listen, we, listen nope, we don't have time for this. Let's find out why they're here, and then we can have a debate about giant kin population density in the area. All right. Uh, uh, you, Jotun. Yes. Are you just here to get out of the rain, or do you have some other purpose for invading our current lair? We you see are... the two humans are just shaking their head like they've heard this song and dance, uh, and they're up to here. <laughs> I'm fascinated by your interest in population and population density. Uh, at some point in time, we should talk. 
We are here to partly hide from the rain. I also am looking for a Voss, if you know this person. A, vo a Voss? The Voss. I think she means the boss. Boss oh, uh, with a V, not a yes. B. No, Caster Voss, right? That's that's who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the boss. That's the boss. Yes, that is our boss. Boss, boss. Yes, Voss is the boss. Yeah, boss, yeah, that's boss. it. Voss is the boss. Boss, boss, yes. Uh, well, we were sort of afraid that might be the case. He said mm -hmm. there might be com people coming who might be interested in having a prolonged conversation with him uh, using weapons. So uh, he hired us on the road. I, I I can see the look of you. Were you a mercenary team, a mercenary company yourself, a band of mercenaries? Yeah, I think they're also, they were definitely yeah. a band of mercenaries. How much did he give you? Well, you know, mercenary contract. We can't discuss that. And we already accepted his coin. Hmm. So here, here's my proposal no we, we really shouldn't be offering them anything unless we've talked to the boss about be still now he's doing his thing he's left us out here in the rain for for a day you can stay you there in the ballywack you could stay in the courtyard you could do whatever you want uh as long as you don't try to come up the stairs or go inside and then you can leave whenever you want. Tell whoever hired you. I'm assuming it was his partners, since he said they would more than likely be the ones. He did say that. Yes, he did say that. Be still. Uh, that you could not find Castor Voss. And uh, I believe that I can arrange to get you a gold piece, a piece for each of you, for your troubles. I have a black pearl I'm willing to give you to just go away. Yeah, I, I I hate to tell you this, but I mean, no, you was during the band. No, no, it was, oh no, definitely he paid more than that. But that's not the mm. point. He's also terrifying. Oh, he is. He's very terrifying. I'm here to tell you, the man is, well, he's he's spooky. He is very spooky, and he paid us in advance, and he paid us well. Yes, he did pay us well, but over half of our squad, including the sergeant, are dead. The spider got the sergeant. I see that you have his bow. Good on you. Right. Find us keepers. That's the yeah. way. That's the way it works. That is I'll the agree. way it works. So, hey. do we have but, an accord? Uh, see, hey. if he paid you in advance, if he's not around to complain about you abandoning post, uh, we killed the spider, and we would hurt you a lot. It's possible, but you know, reputation is everything in the mercenary business. My True. band, well, it's my band now because the sergeant said, yeah, we, we need to discuss that, Billy, because, I mean, if it's your band, it really should be our band. Don't you? No. I told you, zip it. My band now because the sergeant's dead, but, I mean, reputation is everything, and uh, I can't have my first job going south because I sold out the boss, right? So you will take damage, I'm afraid. Oh, I mean, if, if that's the way you want to play this, that's okay. I mean, we were trying to be amenable. Yes, we were. I thought we were trying to be very... We were very... I was happy to pay you off. Mm. Well, I think we're a bit, a, bit, a bit of an impasse, don't you? Yes, it's about time. All right, so 
Uh, you can either choose to roll... So we're going to go into combat, because, you know, combat's fun. Um, so let's talk about initiative. So obviously there's no surprise in this situation. So you get to choose to either roll observe or tactics, one of you, for your party. And I will roll observer tactics for these guys. And the one who gets the most successes gets to go first. And then we alternate until everybody has gone. Uh, they're allotted a number of times. So. Don't be me. Tommy's got I think I rolled for the spider. I have like two dice. What are we rolling again? Sorry. Either observe or tactics. I have five dice for observe, but I don't have any skill in observe, so I need 11s. I'm the same with tactics. If yeah, then either one of you are better. I've got four in education and one in tactics. Two, two, yeah, two, two dice in either of those categories for me. Go ahead, ahead, Sonny. No, no, you. I think Frost. I rolled for go. the last one. You rolled for the first one. So no, we're taking no, no, turns. Because I want to make a funny comment while you're doing it. Well, I kind of so. wanted to make no, a no. comment. I wanted to talk to the Etten and I because they're confusing me. They're both too. talking to each other, but I don't know their names. Do they have well, the same the, name because they're the same Etten? Billy. I don't know that you're going to get a chance to ask now. Okay. I <laughs> will roll my, oh my two dice right now. Okay. I rolled a six and a seven. Okay, so you got zero successes. I got mm-hmm. three successes. Really so bad. so my side gets to go first. So uh, the Etten nods over to one of the century, uh, the sentries, and they're going to open fire. Um, let's see who they're going to open fire at. Uh, they're going to open fire at Frosty because she's a big damn target. Um, so, yep. uh, Frosty, you see this longbow. He pulls back. He lets go with his arrow. Um, he's got a guile of four and an observe of nine plus. Uh, let me get my red die for my hero die. What I got a nine say? on the. I got a nine on the hero die. I got a nine on another die and a ten. That's four successes. So he definitely succeeds. Um, now whether or not he does damage, that's a whole nother thing altogether. So with his bow. Let me see. It's uh, strength seven. Uh, what is your protection value? Do you have any? What's your armor? Um, yes, I have against piercing. Would would you say mayhaps I have had my shield up? Considering obvious. Okay. Nope. All uh, right. You gotta use it. You gotta use an action to raise your shield. Uh, not in combat yet. Then my uh, chain hubric gives me two protection. Okay, so that takes it down to a strength of five. And what is your deep your evasion defense value? My uh, evasion is seven. Okay, so he's got to get seven slots on five dice. An eight, eleven, a nine, and a nine for four points of vitality damage. Ouch. As he looses an arrow at you. Uh, And then for his second action, he moves back into the rubble and behind cover. It's your turn. Who would you or who would like to go now? I think Frosty's the only one in combat. Uh, Because she rolled dice and she was the one in front while we were hanging out back. Yeah, oh, I will. Billy and I want to befriend the Ettons so that we can both take piggyback rides at the same time with the same person right next to each other. 
Um, hearing the squabbling behind me, I what if we just kill Frosty so that the Etten becomes friends with us? And (laughs) I will engage the Etten using one of my three actions from movements, just ignoring the chitter. Uh-huh. Uh, and I will try to uh, hit him with my sword as one of my actions. Okay, so you move up uh, for your first action. Second mm-hmm. action, you are swinging away with your sword. Go yes. right um, Which is training and power, prowess, I prowess. believe. Yep. Uh, so that is five dice, and I have prowess uh, one, which means I should only need uh, ten and above. Um, oof, I only got one success on that. It's okay. It's all you need. Uh, so the strike will land true, uh, as long as you do enough damage to bypass his armor. So what is the strength of your weapon? Uh, my sword is a, where is it? Shield? Long sword. Uh, seven has seven dice. Okay. So the, uh, his protection value against slashing is three. So it's down to four dice. Okay. And his defense is nine plus. You have to get nine or better on four dice. Okay. Nine or better four dice. Uh, I've got an 11 and a 10. Um, Okay. So that's two two, uh, against his vitality. Yes. Um, So you see that your blade bites into the Etten. But not very deeply. I mean, he's well armored and his skin is tough. Tougher probably than most leather armor. So you see a scratch across his shoulder. Uh, and then he looks down at you. And one of his head crackles and snaps. And the other one goes, oh, I cannot believe that Jotun just ran up here and tried to skewer us. That is unconscionable. I mean, well, well, we brother, I discussed... believe it's time. Exactly what I was going to do prior to this conversation. Now we were we were stunned by it anyway. But you still have your third action. So what would you like to do? Um, I will use. Okay, I'm going to do a few things here because I successfully attacked. I'm going to mm-hmm. use one vitality to activate sword and board, which allows me to raise my shield to say free action, which mm-hmm. then gives me four pips on sh- uh, four pips on sword and board, uh, which means that I now get. Um, this is exciting. Gain stuff. the defensive expertise talent. Okay, and defensive expertise. When you use a defensive technique and are carrying a shield, you count as having taken a free raise your shield action until your next turn. So now, from now on, whenever you use a defensive technique, you can raise your shield as a free action. Which is kind of funny because I only have short sword and board as a defensive technique, which is to raise my shield. <laughs> Well, now, now, now you can invest yes. in a new technique when you yes. get the opportunity to get a, you know, if if yes. you don't die here, which yeah, uh, so your I shield might. is raised. Um, My shield is the- raised, and I get one more action, which mm-hmm. I will. I know the odds are against me, but I'm going to do one more attack, which I believe I now need three, three successes. You got to get three on successes five on, on five dice. Yeah, you can do it. Remember Maybe to separate not, out your hero die. Not, yes, I have it right here. Uh, nope, definitely. Well, I got my hero dice does match one of my other dice, but it's only a four and I have a ten, so it is not a success. Okay, so you swing at the Etten, um, 
and it brings its obsidian club up, and your your blade deflects off of it. It's like, oh, I hate having to kill giant kin, brother. I know, but she started this. And uh, it brings its obsidian club around to try to cudgel you to death. So its uh, training is three, its prowess is ten plus, so not not great odds, but I do get a ten, though. So it does, it is connecting with your body. Um, what is your uh, defense against crushing? Or um, your strength reduction against it? Uh, so I uh, okay. So the kite shield against crushing. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Um, so the kite shield is for boss and uh, I'm not sure exactly what would count as. I just have protection so, three right now. Okay, not that, sure that's all. Ones. That's all I need to know. You're okay. good against any physical against any physical attacks. You're good with three. So it reduces the damage, uh, the strength of his obsidian club from twelve down to nine, which is good because I've only got nine dice. So it's perfect. Um, and what is your defense against uh, your toughness? What's your toughness? My toughness is seven. Okay, so seven or plus on nine dice. Oh, that's not a great roll. Eleven, nine, seven, nine, seven, five points of vitality as his cudgel slams uh, oh. into your gut. Yep. Uh, lifting you up a little bit, and then he pulls it back. And the other head goes, uh, brother, that was a that was a very solid blow right to the midsection. You've been working out. I have. I have. When you've been sleeping, I have been working this body. Let's see if we can do it again. What do you think, brother? I I I I would like to see that. I would like to see see if you can break a knee this time. He's going to try with his second action uh to get three successes. Yep. Now, this is highly unlikely, he's only got three dice in training. Um Got to get a 10 or better. Uh, ooh. He gets a 12 and a 12 on the hero die and a 10 for four successes. Um, so that's nine dice. Oh, a crappy roll, though. Uh, crappy roll. Uh, only three points of vitality damage. Uh, even so, that takes my vitality from uh, back down to a zero, and that means I get two wounds. I only had one vitality left. Uh, you don't. Uh, you don't drop. So once you go to zero vitality, that's the end of it for that. So you're 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 oh. fine. You don't take any wounds. However, okay. now that you are zero vitality, you have to decide. Um, oh yes, that's right. Whether or not you want to be stunned or weakened. Stunned. Uh, reduces your guile and evasion by two, so that's your ranged stuff. And oh, weekend yeah, definitely reduces... that. <laughs> okay, so reduce your guile and evasion by two. Okay. So you're easier to hit in ranged combat, and you're not as effective at ranged combat. For his third action, um, he doesn't have a shield to... He's just... For his third action, he just like, are you sure you want to do this? I mean... Brother, I mean, she did run up here and stab us with a sword. I, I don't know that we should be offering her a quarter. I know, but it's... I, if it was a dwarf, we would just toss her. But, I mean, it's a Jotun. Well, listen, if she tries to hit us again, 
maybe we'll kill her. But if she just runs away, we might let her go. Do you think that's wise? You know she's got friends right there. You can see... This just... Let's let let's just let this one la- lie for Friends a moment. This is a strong word. Uh, but it is back to your turn now. As he uh, uses his third action for a little bit of villain monologuing. <laughs> so there were two like, there were like two humans or something. Right, two fun, archers. Right? One, one, yeah. The first guy shot first and then ducked into cover. The other one okay. is just standing there with his bow out. Do you mind if Sonny tries to take out the other one before he gets to go? Is that okay, Billy and Denza? You yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm completely against it. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, listen, I didn't really want to fight, but I want to try out the bow. Oh, shoot. Oh, crap. Um... <laughs> All right. Um, the interesting thing is that the bow doesn't actually have the load quality, so I don't nope. have to spend an action with a load uh, to load. So I'm going to aim uh, with my first action. Uh, which gives me a die on my ranged attack if it's my next action, which it will in yep. fact be. Uh, then I'm going to take shot. Now the the bow uh, is specifically observe. I have five in guile, so now I'm rolling six dice. It also gives me a rank in observe, so I'm rolling six mm-hmm. dice, the tens, and I'm firing at the other archer who hasn't gone yet. He's like just minding his own business, right? <laughs> He's just gonna, he's gonna shoot. Him. <laughs> Okay, uh, that is uh, one, two, three. Uh, I have one twelve, and then my hero die paired, uh, so That's I have three, three total. I think more than enough. Okay, um, he has got protection one against piercing, so that takes the bow's strength down to eight. Okay, and your target okay. number is seven plus. Okie doke. Uh, right. All right. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One more. All right. Seven plus. Oh God, that's a lot of eights. I think I just rolled like four eights. Um, you matched your uh, hero dice. One, two, three. Uh, yeah. Damage, no, so. no, not on. Uh, okay, so that is five, uh, five hits. So I have four okay. eights and a nine. Describe, uh, describe your kill. <laughs> I go, I go to Billy. I'm like, hi, Billy. What's this? Oh, jeez! <laughs> yeah, as it fires, uh, and it just, I, I was, I'm, gonna, it just sails past Frosty, and like between the head of the two Ettons, and it just arches over, and just hits the poor guy who is just down there. And it, yeah, right between the eyes, and he just looks befuddled for a second, stares at you as if to ask what, and then falls over. Uh, and and one of the Etten heads looks down. Oh no, that was Herbert. That. Herbert was the best the best cook we had left. Um oh, we we've gotta do something about this, brother. I know. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this Jotun now, and then I'm gonna go I'm gonna go eat that gnome. What well Frosty's an excellent cook. <laughs> and then I'm gonna i I'm gonna try to shoot at them. I have one more action, so I'll just uh-huh. take I'll just take yeah. a wild shot. Why not? So just so you need three successes, but I th- I think you can do it. Uh let's see. So all right, let me get my six die out. Uh, all right, need tens. All right, that is one. Uh, two. I got another double on my hero die and an 11. So, uh, so that's nice. three on the dot. That's it? Yeah. You hit? You okay. Hit. Now with uh, with the uh, Etten, it's uh, protection value against piercing is only two. Ah. 
Wow. So it's seven and... dice against a evasion of of uh, hold on. Let's look at the wrong column. An evasion of six plus. They don't move very so sixes? fast. Okay. Yep. Sixes are better on uh, seven dice. All right. That's one, two, three, four, five, six of my seven dice were uh, were seven or above. So nice. Six. Nice. So the arrow thunks into its shoulder. It's like, oh brother, that 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 didn't that did not tickle. That uh, I did not like the feeling of that. The Saja's bow was always uh listen, I told you we'll eat the gnome after we kill the Jotun. Give me a second to work here. Alright, because I I did not appreciate that. Um hey, and as Hey, 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 uh Curiosity, you ever give uh, Herbert and the other archer like piggybacks on the back of your necks at the same time. That would be adorable. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, when we were moving through the bog, of course, I mean, we had a couple of the smaller guys on our shoulders, but uh, stop engaging with Frosty, dinner. Frosty did the same thing for me. You, 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 you giant fucker, just so very kind and nice like that. It's a shame that we're fighting like this. You start it. They started it, did they? Uh, they did. They did start it. Now, an interesting well, thing about the Etten is they get two sets of combat actions per turn. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, they might, yeah. So the Etten brings its Obsidian Club back around to smash uh, at uh, at Frosty. Um, but remember, only three training dice. Tens are better. Does get a ten, uh, so that's enough. Uh, your shield is still raised, though, so your protection value is still three, so we take it down to nine dice. Uh, and remind me again what your toughness is. Seven. Seven. Ten, seven, ten, nine. How's four wounds look for you? Ouch. I'm still standing. Okay. Um... I'm going to be on your second hit, but I'm still standing right now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just do like an herbal salve. Oh, that's outside of combat. Oh, yep. crap. Why Aaron's doing that, by the way, I I finished off a deed by killing Herbert. As Ooh. I finished off range finder, I defeated four opponents in range combat. So I get my far shot talent. Also, Very nice. I, I, would, make, far far I would make the yeah, argument... Your bow, considering the Etten gets two actions in combat, would that not then count as two people? Which means there's four people you could potentially shoot here. No, he's one person. Oh. He just gets two sets of actions. <laughs> oh. It's a good try, though. It's a good try. It was pretty you good. I thought it was pretty good. A hell of a rules lawyer. I love it. <laughs> and Sonny, don't you have to like kill four things? So like you tick one off on the, the item? Has like uh, that's, oh yes, yep, thank yep. you. The one the yeah, one that's one. that's what yep. I was hoping the ends would count as two for. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, yeah. With one action, you spend one vitality and make a mm -hmm. range attack. The range on the attack is doubled, so you can you can now shoot this bow really freaking far. So your cool, far range for the bow, <laughs> yeah, your, the far range for this bow is two hundred and forty yards. Okay. So yeah. Um, right, okay. Nice. So. Uh, the Etten uh, is going to swing again and try to get for three successes on three dice. 
uh, does not get it this time. Uh, so he rings, brings the Obsidian Club around, and and one of the other heads is arguing. He's like, I don't think this is very sporting. She clearly is up. Listen, I'm trying to work here. And the Obsidian Club goes right past Frosty. Um, and with his third action, uh, he's going to just do a Hail Mary. He is going to try to push you away. Uh, so he's got to get five successes. It's almost going to be impossible, but we're going to give it a shot. We are going to give it a shot. It's bigger. Six dice. Nines or plus does not work. So one of his fists comes and slams you right in the shoulder. Uh, but you know you're big. You're almost you're all you're about the same, almost the same size as this guy, and you have just absorbed the blow and rock back a little bit. Uh, bring us back to uh, Billy or Denza. Well, do you want to go, Denza? One archer is dead. One is behind cover, so that improves his defense a little. And then, of course, there's a. There's a giant irritated Etten in front of you. Can we say it doesn't actually take an action for me to like put Billy down to do his own thing? <laughs> um, we'll let that one be a free action. He can drop. You can drop can. something for free, so you can just. <laughs> <laughs> hey, careful. Um. Okay. So I'm not gonna switch because if I switch, it's gonna cause three. Um. And then there goes my whole turn. So. I am going to sort of like look at Sunny and see how well Sunny did with like the new short bow and then just gonna like pull up her short bow and see how she can do with the short bow. Um so Denza is going to aim at the less friendly Etten head. Okay. I feel like the one on the left we've kind of got on our side. The one on the right, not quite so much. So that's <laughs> she's gonna so she is going to equip aim and fire attack yep so you get a bonus you get one extra die for aiming and again so the short sword has a sorry short bow has a strength of five okay and what is your observe and how many dice of guile do you have uh guile is three observe is zero okay so you have three dice you got to get 11s or better but I got a plus one dice because of Yep, aiming. four dice for aiming. So four dice, 11s are better. Okay. Mm, no. But I did pair my hero die with another die. So you got one success and that's what you need. So you're good. Okay. So uh, the, the arrow flies true. Uh, against the Etten, um, what is the strength value of the bow? Five. Okay, five. He has a protection against piercing of two. So it takes it down to, you roll three dice, and you got to get sixes or better. Three dice, okay. Um, I got a six and an, uh, sorry, a nine and an eight. A nine and an eight. Okay. That's two successes. Um, so your arrow, your arrow does strike in near the, near kind of actually just embeds in the skull of the Etten head that you were, uh, shooting for. And it just shakes itself. It goes a little cross-eyed for a second and it goes, all right, she's made the list too. I don't normally eat Saurians. I don't like cold-blooded meat. 
The gnome is the appetizer. She's the meal. And the appetizing. Kind of... That's not very nice. Thank you. <laughs> um, and that brings us to Billy because uh, I don't have any more bad guys. All right. Well, I can abide with you killing Frosty. No one liked her. But the gnome thinks that I'm his best friend. So I have to at least keep him alive for another round or two. Um, how far away is the Etten from me? Uh, I mean, he's within one movement range. I mean, you could run up on him if you'd like. I, I'm really asking for like my spells because one of them is 24. One of them is 60, 12. No, I'm you're within 24. Which one. You're within 24. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to spend all three actions uh, hoping that he has a lower defiance uh, and I'm going to cause fear with all three actions uh, and I'm casting this with my vitality. I'm not spending an action to pull out the uh, rune. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's going to be strength eight. Uh, strength eight? Nice. Frightening hit versus defiance. Okay. Uh, his defiance is seven plus. All right. That is one, two, three. Do doubles still count for extra successes here? Uh, with the hero dice. If your hero dice doubles with I just dice. rolled three sevens with one of them being on my hero die. Okay. So, so how would the math work on that? Three, four successes. Four successes plus another one, and then I've got to roll uh, three more dice. Uh, so another seven then. Uh, which would not have been on the hero die. Uh, so that would be five successes then? It just counts okay. as another one? Okay, so he has fear five at the moment, um, which reduces his dice by five, but you can't go below one die in a roll. So uh, he is he is afraid. He is petrified. Uh, oh, brother, I, I don't like this. We've got to get out of here. We got a job, but I, I, I don't like it either. Uh, but it is, uh, it's back to his turn, um, and he is still up in, in Frosty's face and can't easily get away. So, he's gonna roll his one die. Uh, he's gonna, he's, he's wildly swinging the Obsidian Club around now, trying to make a connection. Um... And Prowse 10 plus uh, does not succeed, but I've got four points of bad luck. So I'm going to spend a you point do. of bad luck and get a 12. Take a picture of it. So <laughs> it's going to connect. Um, so let's go back over. Um, your protection value is three. So he rolls yes. nine dice. Yes. Um, I check the fear condition. It only reduces dice on actions, not on on damage. So, uh, and uh, your your toughness was seven plus, right? The the stunned condition, not the frightened, right? Uh, no, or that's for it... he's frightened. You're 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 oh, sorry. You're weakened, or, or you're stunned. That is. I'm yeah, stu so. I was re I was reading the combat stuff. Sorry, I was reading the wrong section. Yep. But it's seven. Yep. Yep. Oh, this is gonna hurt. Yep. It's going to hurt. Yep. 11, 7, 6, 12, 9, 9 for six wounds. Frosty, at the uh, start of the summer sun coming through the clouds, melts into a pile of liquid. 
as uh, she does not have that much health left. So you see this, you see this obsidian cudgel just swinging wildly, and it catches unexpectedly catches Frosty in the side of the head, and you just hear this horrible popping noise uh, as the vertebrae in her neck separate, and her head sort of spins just a wee bit too far around, and she melts down to the ground. The Etten, now free from combat and in fear for his life, turns and uses both of his remaining actions to flee back into up up the stairs and into the uh into whatever is inside the keep of the uh of the moat house the other archer who's in cover looks and he's like son of a bitch and he's like um hey um I, I don't have quite the same values as as the as the boss or our new sergeant. So like if you just want to call this quits, uh, I'm happy to walk away from this and I, I'll just leave. Well, I don't do see think? why not. We've got a black pearl that we could pay you off just the same as the oh I don't want I any money to, like go I, through Frosty's pockets. I don't want any money. He's I, leaving. I, I He's not getting anything. He's leaving. I, I don't want anything. Frosty, though. I didn't what? shoot. I, I didn't shoot Frost. Oh, I did. I, yeah, I did. I did, did shoot her did once. Your arrow right there. But, That's right. But she had, she did attack me. I mean, she did attack us first. She attacked the it, not you. I think it's only fair. She's got she's got one of your arrows in her that I'll put one of mine in you. And if you survive, you're free to go. <laughs> Avenge he, he goes, Frosty. Uh, yeah, he stays in. He stays Frosty. in cover. He, he stays in cover. <laughs> <laughs> we have established that Billy likes carrots, so he is while he's at Frosty's uh, melted body. He's going to take the carrot that was her nose and start eating it. Okay. Um, Those gnomes children you... gave that to me. How dare! I that's said it really in session one. Up. That's that's oh. God. oh. So uh, it is your guys' turn. Charge, Somebody charge, can charge. either charge into the keep. You can shoot at the archer and cover. Denzo, you can... Denzo will offer Sunny. Um. Yeah, I'll shoot at him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, increased. Uh, so you can cover. So I think difficulty is increased by one. Yeah, that's correct. Call correctly. Uh. All right. So. Again, if you survive. You can go. Uh, uh, thank, uh, thanks. <laughs> Just clench real tight. This is a pretty sweet blow. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um. Okay, so I have a, another pair uh, on an eleven. Uh, is, is there something I can't remember? Is there something special about pairing when you're above with a success? Uh, you get an additional success. So if your hero dice pairs with another dice and both succeed, it would be three successes in total. All right, I have three successes in total then. Okay, and more than enough uh, to hit. And his uh, protection value against piercing is only one, so it takes your bow strength down to eight. His evasion is seven plus. Okay. Uh, that's one, two, three, four... Uh, and I got, uh, you said seven? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, four. It's four. Okay, uh, what's it look like when you kill this sad archer? Okay, so I just okay, just I just want to graze you. Okay, it's just it. I I wouldn't be able to to, to sleep at night if I didn't at least you know retribution. Okay, you can go now. Oh oh oh! And his body falls out of cover, horribly dead. As the arrow pierced, it looks like through into the side of his body, through his lung, into his heart, and kind of popped out the other side of his body, the fletching somewhere in his chest as he um, drops dead. Um, that, was, that was for you, Frosty. And he pours a little bit of his canteen over top of the part where Frosty melted. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Thing. I've got an idea, and it could be pure berry. All right, so I'm going through our pockets, and I find this tincture, and I uncork it, and I pour it into the puddle. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so you, you pour it into a puddle next to Frosty's body. You believe the puddle is probably urine or something else as the body dies. It lets go of a lot of fluids. Uh, and nothing nothing happens, unfortunately, uh, except for the waster of the tincture. Um, you hear the Etten in there arguing the with himself. I'm feeling better, brother. Let's get out there and finish him off. Oh, let's give it just a minute here. Uh, and he rolled uh, his composure, and he reduced his fear condition down to two. So he is starting to feel a little bit better about life. Uh, but he is inside and not currently visible. God. What would you guys like to do? So you're officially you out of combat at the moment, unless you want to yeah. charge in and kill him. That's up to you. If you want to charge in, we'll keep going in combat. If you're going to do something else, we will we will stop the initiative here. But if we it's stop the initiative here, he will recover his from the fear condition. Just a technical question. We mm -hmm. can't use a tincture or anything. Frosty's for real gone. We can't. Frosty's for real dead. Uh, I mean, there are ways to bring dead people back, but, you know, Frosty's dead. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't just a, you needed to pour it there. Soaked a lot of damage. Checking. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Just no, checking. It was a okay. full-on murdered. Why don't we all hide different sections away from each other and then when he comes back out we all pop up and just fire at it and if he runs towards one of us the other two are really far away i like that idea go ahead and start hiding uh, okay, and i'll be right do. behind you <laughs> and i want to like head towards the door where the Etten is i obviously don't want to go in i am not a tank and i saw what happened to frosty mm -hmm. and i'd like to call in is there any way that we could have a parlay? What, what do you think, brother? I, you know, I didn't like that rune wielder. He was, that was some nasty stuff he did. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on here to tell you, brother. I, I pissed our furs. I know. I was there. All, all right. Do you think we could just talk to him a bit? I, all, all right. We will parlay. Standard mercenary rules parlay. No violence until parlay is called off by both parties. Well, what do you think? I turn towards the where Sonny and Denza used to be, I presumably. Oh, you don't <laughs> see me. I'm not John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Denza has swapped into um, her scale adaptation. And so she's off in another corner. I like it. 
All right. Well, I suppose it's just me then. Uh, your terms are acceptable. Uh, I didn't. I, I don't think I offered any terms, but. But listen, I'm gonna be. I'm. I am no longer the sergeant of a mercenary squad because, well, between the sergeant dying to the spider, the other four dying to toads, the two dying to the boss, and the two you just killed. Well, I'm now just an Etten. So, uh, here are my terms. I don't eat the gnome. I don't eat the saurian. I walk out the door with what I've got on my back. And you don't see me again. Counterpoint. You do not walk out the door. You, well, how do I phrase this? There's an opening in our group. <laughs> and it seems that you can carry quite a bit on your back. And I could use some uppies. So you're offering me a job in your squad? I, I, I just killed your Jotun friend. Is how how is that gonna make you feel? Conflicted. <laughs> wow. Well, all right. Hey, I can't go against the boss because he paid me not to. But how about this? I'll go outside, and I'll stay here outside the moat house for a day. And if you deal with what you want to deal with here. Uh, and you come out, I'll sign up your contract and I'll join your mercenary company. I'll even carry the little ones. Let me ask you this. This this room that you're in, is there anything in there? No, no. It's all empty. It's where we were. We were bivouacking. The boss has got some sort of magic door up on the southern side leading. He's down in the, in the southeastern section of the moat house trying to figure out where some bloody secret door is or invisible door or magic door i don't know he uh he raised a couple of the boys that he killed out of a pit of fury when he when he realized the door was magical and he's got them clawing away at a wall in there well let us come in and let's discuss this in face to face right come on in then still under parlay rules sunny denza You see him peeking up from like some spot really far away, as far away as he can be. Uh, okay, now sudden movements. I <laughs> shoots Billy. <laughs> Sorry, oh, God, it's so tense. It's so tense. <laughs> Uh, so if you all right, move... so we're all going in the room then, I think. Okay. And in yeah, there, yeah. You, you do. You see, it looks like uh, originally it was probably a bivouac, uh, you know, a small campsite for for looks like six or seven people. Uh, you see the Ettons in there standing. He goes, formal, and, and he's got his obsidian club down, and he's got his hands across the top of it in a formal parlay stance. He goes, right, then. my name's Daryl, and this is my other brother, Daryl. I could have introduced myself, you know. I know that, Daryl. Uh, and do, you, do, do we see any other, brother? like, exits or entrances from this room? 
Uh, yeah, you see, um, up in the northeast corner, there's a door that's open. He goes, that leads into a into an old crumbled down tower. There's nothing up there. We've already cleared it out. And there's a hall goes off to the west. He goes, those were like guards' rooms and sleeping quarters. Nothing in there, but some really big rats. So we kind of closed and barricaded the doors. And then directly down to the south is you can tell it's a corridor leading to the south, but there's a kind of a shimmering dark red field of looks like flowing smoke blood red flowing smoke that forms a door he goes boss is on the other side of that and has been for a day killed a couple of the boys when he couldn't find the door uh raised them as zombies and took them in there and then then called up this this door told us to stay on this side and keep things quiet out here that didn't go over too well I'm here to tell you, Daryl, that did not go too well. But, well, you know, it's a mercenary's job. It's it's tough. I Listen, Daryl, we're negotiating with another mercenary Hi. company here. We need to keep it professional. Oh, Hi. yes. Hi, Daryl. Do you got another brother named Larry? We... How did he know? Listen, I don't know how he knew. We did have another brother named Larry. Unfortunately, he was only born with one head. Not real bright. Ended up, ended up staying in a town, working as a as a as a handyman for an oh, inn. That's you know, there's there's a nobleness in that, you know. That's that's I great. know, yeah. It wasn't cut out for the mercenary business like Daryl and myself, Daryl. But I'm sure he gets into all sorts of shenanigans, you know, like. Like really entertaining stuff that you can just laugh about and just feel feel good, you know. Every time we go by and see Larry, do we really want to talk about this right now? I, I think I, he's uh, he shows interest. Larry, the two innkeepers, elderly couple. Well, not too yeah. old, but I mean the, the the gentleman's much older than than his wife. I don't know right. how that happened. Kind but, of uncomfortably yeah. so, like in uncomfortably retrospect. so. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Halfling Cook is amazing, but, uh, yes, uh, they run a wonderful inn, and, uh, yeah, Larry's forever getting in all sorts of issues with them. Ah, I mean, it sounds like there's a great deal of situational comedy that could arise from his profession. Um, I'll pay the I visit. Never... You know, Daryl, I never really thought about it that way, but I think, I think the gnome has something, yeah. I, I would agree, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he's definitely, he's, he's on to something with that. Interesting thought. Um, you could almost put on a play. About Larry's life at the end. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, well, oh, listen, let's get back to our negotiations and then we right, can right, discuss this sorry, new venture. Okay. So, yes, all uh, the terms acceptable. Well, Pence well, has just sort of been looking at, at the puddle on the floor where Frosty was and. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I just Fine. want to point out, she attacked us first. She did indeed attack us first, Daryl. All right, we still have a companion lost. Mm -hmm. And I have two. First. I have two. So. We have a, a job point. to do. We have a I'm job not going to stop to you. Do. I'm going to let you do your job. We really, yes, I, I think, I think we've fulfilled our, our contractual obligations as much as we really need to to the boss. I mean, he did kill a couple of members of our squad as well. I, 
Daryl, we're not a squad anymore. We're not even we're not a mercenary squad anymore. So we can we don't have to worry about the contract too much as long as we don't literally break the tenets of the contract. Could, could you tell us anything about him? Like, you don't have to help us defeat him like physically, but can you tell us something like how oh, we can uh, take him out or something? Well, I Theo think it's very we can just speak theoretically, right? Like, say you were thinking about what are the ways to defend against him, and what's like the one way that you really have to be careful of, because that's like the weakness that you guys have to be really careful about. You know? I think that's fair, Daryl. Don't you? I mean, all right. It doesn't matter if it's fair. Let's uh, listen. You never see his face. He wears this deep cowl, like a monk's robe, over it, but. He's clearly a necromancer. He and he murdered R two. I didn't. We didn't even see what happened. He just kind of glared at them, and they died. And then he raised them as zombies. So he's got clearly got powerful magic. I don't think he's physically that powerful, but he gave us the heebie-jeebies. And I mean, he was he was pretty terrifying. Are you okay. saying he might have forbidden knowledge? I mean, I don't know how else you would describe it. I mean. Raising the dead and killing people with a glance is pretty damn forbidden where I come from. It, it, yes, Dan, I think it is too. I, I, I think Larry would agree as well. Very forbidden. Yep, absolutely. And I do seek forbidden knowledge. I would really just like to go kill the person that brought all of us out here and got uh, Frosty killed. We go. Uh, well, that's not Daryl or Daryl. That, that's true. It's not them. And I definitely don't want them to die because I want to get their friends and family discount when I go to the inn. So it's going to be delightful. But okay, let's just let's just go see if we can kill them. Yep. So that uh, I'm just going to wait outside the moat house. And if you guys live, yeah. uh, you know, I'll give you a day unless I just hear horrible screaming and then I'll probably leave because the boss is, well, you know, oh, of course. He's yeah. And I'll be back for uppies. Looking, looking, looking forward to it. Looking forward to working with your squad. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm leaving. And uh, he gets up, grabs his pack, grabs his obsidian cudgel, and says, take whatever the hell else you want, uh, and walks out of the keep. You hear him plodding down the stairs and out towards the drawbridge. You are faced with a shimmering blood-red smoke door uh, in front of you. And who knows... What on the other side? Well, um, I could inspect it for traps, but I think this is more your arena, Billy. But I can look for just, you know, basic mundane sort of dangers. And then I'll just, you know, I'll turn it over to you. How's that sound? Well, I'm really more of a rune wielder. Okay, well, I'm more of a dark delver, and, you know... I don't... I'm not really delving here, but so we're, we're, we're kind of not really wielding narrow... any runes by looking at a door. Oh, Am I kicking goodness. the door in? Well, well... You, you totally can. Checking for trappers. Okay. <laughs> there is armor and weapons in a pile of water on the floor. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't Could be useful to someone. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Sorry, just his joke and armor. Yeah, I think that would be just a little bit. Just tiny little arms hanging out. It's like a turtle turned upside down. It's so tragic. Um, what do you want? Do you want? Was it a 
observe uh, operate no operate crack. give me an okay. operate operate check all right i got four in training two in operate need nines uh two successes i have a nine and a 12 look at that as you so as you approach this smoky door uh you're looking at the door well at the uh, the hallway or what the door frame would be you don't see any sort of mechanical traps at all um you don't even see i mean you can the the door is translucent so you can kind of see through it to the other side uh so it's completely outside of your area of experience with just uh observing mechanical traps anybody who wants can make either an arcane or a weird test uh to maybe get a better handle on this door i suppose i'll do arcane because I don't oh, think there's awesome. any mundane traps, but, you know, you weird folk might get something different. Uh, that's... fine to me. Four you, dice. Can, uh, you can spend a pair of... You can spend a, your last point of good luck. Well, no, you've got I'll two points of good luck. luck now. I'll spend, spend the luck. Spend a point of luck. Give me another point of bad luck. It's also a failure. Okay. So you're looking at this door, and it's a kind of magic you're just not familiar with. I mean, you were you were you were being honest. You just it's it's nothing that relates to the dwarven kind of uh, rune wielding and rune craft that you're familiar with. It's just a completely foreign type of magic. So while I'm pretending to look at the door, I'm actually doing something else entirely. Uh, I'm taking the uh, black pearl from Frosty. Uh, and I'm using one of my scrolls, explosive rune, and I am etching a rune onto the pearl, uh, mm-hmm. so that uh, it, it basically becomes like a grenade. Essentially, if an enemy moves, ends a move, or steps within six spaces of the item, it explodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, four spaces because it's one action for the scroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I'm pretending to be looking at the door while I'm actually casting the spell on the uh, pearl. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, I suppose we're ready. And I open the door. You open the door, the the smoky door, or attempt to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh. All right. I like this. What is your defiance defense? Uh, eleven. Well, that's my that's good, good one. That's good. Okay, um, so you pass through it. Uh, so you go to open it, and basically it just kind of pulls you through. But as it's pulling you through, you guys see that the the color of the door gets a darker red. And Billy, as you plop out on the other side, you take three points of vitality damage as basically you feel blood pulled out of your body as you pass through the door. Oh, it didn't hurt at all. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, I drink my last tincture. <laughs> but you are on the other side of the door. Um, you can give me an observe check around and see if uh, if you see anything that might be of help. Uh, yeah, I'm great at observe. I've got two dice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 12 on one of them, though. I, I can't oh. pass with four dice, but I can pass with two. Um, so... The door itself is, you know, across this kind of corridor. You know, it may, it's made a door from for this corridor. But you realize uh, on this end that the wall itself 
that the door is connected to is crumbling on this side. So you actually think that you might be able to do enough damage to the masonry wall next to the door to just bypass it. Okay. Um, it's really not, wasn't visible from that side because the other side looks looked like a better wall, but from this side you can see that it's kind of crumbling. The actual door itself, what's that look like? It's a, it's, it's like a blood red smoke. Oh, okay. So like they, I mean, it's in the okay, form I'm of sorry. a door, but it's like a, a blood red smoke, a magical door. obviously. Can y'all hear me? They can. Yes. All you got to do is hit this wall really, really hard. Um, I can okay. hear you. I can't see you. What do you mean by this wall? The one I'm pointing at. Right. I can't see you. No, it, well, it's translation. On your left. <laughs> you, you look at, you, you point in the wrong way. Then the door's this way. It's right, here, here you go. There it is. Oh, and she's still looking back <laughs> at the, the little puddle of frosty is. <laughs> After you, Sonny. No, I can't hit. I've got a bow up. This is a brand new bow. I'm not going to hit a wall with it. You, you, you go ahead. Okay. And Denza will hit the wall. Okay. It takes a couple of minutes, but I'm not going to make you roll for this. You're able to uh, crumble enough of the wall for you guys to, to kind of crouch down and, and, and slink your way through. And you find yourself on the other side of this magical door with Billy. The whole corridor continues down to the south and you hear the sounds uh, of scraping against a wall and pounding against a wall about 40 feet uh, south of where you're at in a darkened room. I want to throw my black pearl as far as I possibly can down this corridor. Okay. Just sort of randomly throw it? And see if it explodes. All right, all right. Um, so you've got one point of good luck left. <clears throat> I'll let you spend that point of good luck to just actually make sort of a ranged attack roll. And uh, if you hit, you hit. If you want to spend that point of good luck. Okay. Uh, I I do want to do it. Uh, I am just rereading the spell. Um, so it's strength six on every creature within four. Uh, so what what do I have to roll for the range then? Uh, you would be rolling observe guile uh, and observe skill. You know what? On on second thought, Sunny. Maybe you should give this a toss. What's that? What do you all mean, Bill? You take this pearl and you just throw it down the corridor. I'm sorry. You want me to throw this treasure down? Like the... it's a marble. You're playing marbles. But it's a black. But you know how these can fit. Well, us. you just throw it on already, man. Fine, I'll throw it there. <laughs> all right. Uh, give me an observe roll. All right. <laughs> Thank you for going right. along with my bullshit, Aaron. I love it. All right. Uh, all right. One success. That's enough. So you it gets down there. You spent the point of good luck to 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 have this this work for you, um, and you hear a pop, 
off it sounds like off of off of bone maybe uh and then there is an explosion so uh roll your strength dice strength um, six uh so two of it, the things down there don't yeah. have any defense against it and one has so and one has two against it so give me the one uh the two that don't have any uh roll that damage to I'll count all those dice uh okay uh what am i looking for two. on this uh okay so it's they have different uh different ones so uh, eight plus. Tell me how many total you get for eight plus on all the dice, and then actually they're all eight plus. Okay, tell me how many you get in total, eight plus on all the dice. Uh, but separate out two of them that you roll and keep those separate because they're not going to count against everybody. One of them has a defensive two against uh, energy attacks. Okay. Um, I got two successes total. Two successes total. Okay. Um, so you hear the explosion. <laughs> And then you hear, damn it. And you do not hear the sound anymore of scraping and pounding on the walls. Do you know how difficult it is to raise thralls? And then you hear the sound of robes swishing across the floor. And you see a figure coming out of the darkness and towards the light. This, this deep hood covering its face. It's hands and these these great long sleeves as it looks up. I presume my former partners have sent you. What if you mean Daryl and Daryl? No, I don't mean the Etten. I mean my former partners from Hamlet, looking for this. And he holds oh, up I... the key. Yeah, they were the ones. And as he holds up the key, this robe slips away from his arm, and you see this uh, pale, white, bloated skin. Um, and you can see the bone poking through some of the wounded areas of this desiccated uh, corpse body. And he pulls his hood back, and you see this gaunt feature. Um, and his eyes, the, the yellow of, of egg yolk dripping pus out of the corners. I got tired of maintaining my disguise, and since none of you are going to be leaving here except for as my thralls to dig at this wall, you might as well see the real me. What would you like to do? Uh, could I just have one moment to confer with my partners? I'm going to give you a heartbeat. While I contemplate what I want to do to each and every one of you. Fire! Bam! <laughs> fire yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Den Denza, like, had hers ready to go. And she's, like, kind of watching Sunny. So they, like, kind of release. So he was anticipating I was trying combat, to fumble for but, his girl. And so, but instead of rolling initiative, I'm going to give you guys the first attack because you, you did it. So, Sunny, okay. fire your bow. All right. Um... I'm he gonna... has okay. He has got a protection value of two against piercing for his corpse-like body and magical robes. All right, here we go. The attack uh, with the fancy new bow. Man, I am rolling doubles tonight, like something. Um, that is four successes. Um, All right, so you your your arrow easily fires off 
and sinks into this guy. Let's see if you do any damage. So what's your total strength of your bow is nine, nine. minus two for his pierce. So you roll seven dice. Uh, you need to get eight or better. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's one. It's a nine. That's a ten. Uh, and that's it. Uh, so I got I got two two damage. Okay. So the arrow sinks into this necrotic flesh and quivers there, and he looks down at it. He's like, "I just had this robe mended." Oh, um. Okay, I'll try to shoot in the exact same spot again. And I'm going <laughs> to aim for my second action and fire okay. for my third. Okay, you get three successes for this. All right. Here we go. One, two, three. Sorry, I forgot how many I'm getting here. So I'm getting six, seven dice because of the aim. So okay. I get plus one. No, no, uh, no, I got plus one observer. What am I talking about? So I get six. Yeah. Sorry, I get five. And I have a plus one to observe. Sorry. Very good. Getting myself confused. Okay. Uh, that is uh, one, two. Uh, with the plus one to observe, that's still not enough to hit. That puts me at two successes. Uh, you can succeed a at a cost. If you want to spend a vitality, you can get that third success and hit. I will do that. I love it. For Frosty, she was my best friend. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, okay, so then a mirror damage. Seven uh, dice, eights are better. Okay. Here we go. Ah, ah, well, that one's on the floor. <laughs> uh, nine, eight, nine. Eight. Uh, okay, so that's uh, doubles, but not on the hero die. Uh, four this time. Nice. Uh, and this other arrow sinks into its other side. It goes, Do you understand how expensive this robe was, gnome? Now, Billy's got black pearls he can give you. You can buy new ones. <laughs> so um, what happens now is he, uh, you see him. I mean, he doesn't obviously doesn't need to breathe, but he starts to pull air in, and it's almost like you feel this black wind caressing your body and pulling air out of you, pulling vitality out of your body. What I need you guys to do is we're going to do a a a, uh, a resisted roll. You're going to roll composure, and I'm going to roll weird, and we're going to see how this goes. So each one of you roll composure. You tell me how many successes you One success. Uh, I rolled snake eyes, which I think uh, means I get one success. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is true. I rolled less than one success. <laughs> Zero. <Good job>. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, and sadly, no. sadly, Frosty is still a puddle. So uh, what happens is you feel you feel the vitality being sucked out of your body uh, as the winds of Zahn pull out your vitality. Um, so uh, you guys don't have any resistance. I don't think any of you have resistance against cosmic damage, do you? Okay. 
So uh, uh, yeah, dark delvers have plus seven to cosmic that's resistance. That's nice. That's awesome. So you're fine. The sheet. Okay. You're just fine. Um, Sunny, you take five points of vitality damage, oh. and Billy and Denza, you take four points of vitality damage. Oh, gee. Um, but that okay. is a two action. That is a two action um, action. So he's only got one action left. And he is going to take one wound himself and activate Grave Shadow. Uh, da, 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 da. And that's it. He's standing there and he's radiating this deathly cold around him. And you see the darkness swirling around his body. And he's pulling, sucking in shadows uh, from around. He's sucking in your shadows. You're, you're no longer casting shadows as they begin to swirl up his legs. Uh, but it's back to it's back to your side. Uh, Billy or Denza? Uh, Denza had a bow at the ready to try shooting again. Mm-hmm. Try shooting again. Um, sorry, I'm aiming higher than six. Uh, for no. him, no, no. For him, Never his mind. evasion is. You, all you've got to do is is beat your observe. Get succeed on at least one roll yeah. on your observe. Nope. 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 Okay. Um, and all all I have is bad luck at the moment. So you guys are are out of your luck pool. I'll spend some luck this time. I promise. So you have two actions left. Did you remember to swap one over when you re-rolled for the end to kill me? Oh, I did. Okay. I tried. You guys, that you got back to two at that point, but now you're you're back to zero. Okay, so I was already loaded, so mm -hmm. I shot once, so then I could load and shoot again. That is correct, and you need With to get mine. three successes okay. on this shot. <laughs> you okay. got this. Denza, you've got mm. it. <laughs> no, four, five, and six. Okay, so uh, Denza doesn't have it. Two crossbow bolts go skittering off into the dark around this avatar of Zahn. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, because he's a super undead villain, he gets another set of actions as well. So he looks at Denza, and you see the flesh peel off of his right hand, and it's just a skeletal right hand now. And it begins to go glow black. And it looks like the bones of his hand split open. And a, a black tongue wiggles out and spits arcane energy at you. We call this a necrotic ray. So we're going to give this a shot. It's arcane. So five dice, ten. Nine or plus. Nine or better. Um... Gets 212. So, okay, so he succeeds. Um, and you've got no resistance against cosmic damage, no protection. So it's a eight dice of damage. What is your defiance? 11. Nine. Sorry, you're shooting at me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Nine. I thought it was everyone. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. This is just a, just a necrotic ray. Nine. I, I prefer an eleven, but unfortunately, I only have a nine. Uh, got a ten, an eleven, and a twelve. 
So that's three points of vitality. Oh, gosh. As I this, am uh, at one vitality now. Okay. So it's like you, you feel this, like, this, this tongue of energy, like, spear into your body and start to, like, lap out your vital energy. Uh, and then it retracts back into his into his uh, wrist, and then he looks um, and he he takes his move action since nobody's closer to him, and he moves back into the deeper darkness, giving himself some cover, making it more difficult for you guys to hit. Billy, you're up. All right. Uh, well, the reason I wanted to confer with my companions here is because I did not have anything prepared. Unlike them, so I will be fumbling through my bag for scrolls. Okay. Uh, I'll be pulling two of them out, mm -hmm. and then I will spend my third action to cast one of them. Okay. Uh, and that will be firebolt. Okay. So your difficulty uh, so is target up one by creature one. within twelve. Okay, you're, you're within, within range. You're definitely within okay. range. Uh, but he's obscured in darkness, so your your difficulty increases by one. Uh, okay, so that means I need, uh, I have Arcane 1, so that just cancels it out, Len, so I'm rolling mm -hmm. four dice for a cult. You got it. Uh, 11s are better. Uh, that is one success. One success, that's all you need. Uh, okay. so, uh, his that's protection... Strength 7. Strength 7, his protection against energy is 2, so roll 5 dice against his defiance, which is 11 plus. So you gotta get 11s or better... <laughs> On five you guys. You got this. You got this. Uh, oh, I do have this. Uh, okay, so I, I keep getting confused by the hero die. I'm sorry. Uh, if it's a duplicate and it's already a success, is that a bonus success? Yes, so it would be like three successes okay. instead of two. So two 11s with one of them being on my hero die would be three. And then I got two more 12s, so that's five. Oh, nice, nice. So you hear him scream out. This this horrible keening scream um, as this firebolt envelops him, um, and he staggers out and he goes, "I'll find you again." And his body collapses, um, and his head—you see the, his hands split off of his arms and form like crab claws and connect against the base of his skull, and it skitters off into the darkness, leaving the key behind, his robes behind, and you have successfully completed your mission to retrieve the magical key. And I think that's where we're going to leave our team of adventurers, having uh, driven off the Avatar of Zahn, uh, Sadly, having lost their 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 Jotun companion, Frosty, uh, but successfully having completed their mission and picking up an Etten uh, as a new traveling companion. So thank you. Thanks all the players for for uh, enjoying this game with me. I had a lot of fun running it. I think, like I said, I, I, I think the mechanics are very entertaining. Uh, so you've got a, a little over a day. If you like what you saw here. Go check out the Kickstarter. Uh, he's got a lot of information. He's got some example monsters up there, including the monsters we fought tonight, so you can get an idea of what the guys were up against and gals. Um, so that's all I got to say. Jeff, it's back to you. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move through usual plugs and such. 
So I'm going to turn it over to you, Aaron. Uh, what's going on at Garbleck? I like this. The back and forth <laughs> is fantastic. So tomorrow you can find me back in the narrator's seat at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for some more Marvel Multiverse Cataclysm of Kang. Um, we are in uh, the rank three adventure, uh, taking back New York from the Hydra villains of Earth 54368. Um, and then on Thursday, I think Pete is off. Uh, he's, he's on holiday, so there will not be a be anything going on on Thursday. And I believe the following Tuesday, uh, Millie will be taking a break too, but we've got some Dune coming up soon, and I believe Ben is going to be running some Blades in the Dark or a Blades in the Dark hack as well. So definitely check that out. We're going to have some new shows coming up very soon on Garblag Games. Uh, and that is all I got for a Garblag. Fantastic. Uh, as for the rest of us, uh, next game on the schedule is Simbaroom Episode 1. Thursday. Definitely <laughs> Thursday. There's definitely not a fairly high chance that that's going to get delayed by a week because I need more time. But if we get a second Wednesday in the week, we'll see. I'll, I'll know by tomorrow night whether I'm ready because uh, I have no time on Thursday to prep. So I got tomorrow to prep. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm ready. Otherwise, uh, after that Friday, back to Delta Green uh, doing her thing. Uh, and uh, and uh, a very uh, a very uh, beloved NPC has just passed, uh, and so we're going to dig into the, the the cause of death. Uh, then Saturday we're going to do some Call of Cthulhu uh, as we get back to 1930s Los Angeles. Uh, Monday, new game, but an old game as we're playing Alien again. Uh, one of the first games we really kind of that kind of started on the channel uh, a while back. Uh, we played a lot. Played a couple different chapters of. We have our own little Cinders of Heaven kind of universe of it. It's basically Alien with just a few random storylines. But we got a new chapter we're doing, brand new, self-contained story. Uh, so come see that uh, every other Monday, uh, and then uh, and then oh, uh, Stephen, I would plug what we're playing next. But the channel in our Discord that refers to our group channel is TBD. So I don't know what it is. So would you like to enlighten us as to what that's going to be uh, next Tuesday? Yeah. Uh Tuesday, definitely Tuesday. Oh, no. uh, we'll, we'll be ready for. Uh, we're planning on uh, running. You can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. I tried to give you. I tried to give you plenty of time. I don't know. You gave me a lot of time. I wasted it all. This explains uh, why he asked me when I was going to start DMing for long. <laughs> Oh, and it makes me now. No, uh, the plan is to be running mm. uh, Cloud Empress, the starter set, uh, starter adventure there. Uh, so uh, Tuesday, yeah, definitely Tuesday. Absolutely. If you're unfamiliar with Cloud Empress, by the way, it's built on the the mothership model, so it's a specific setting within the mother, which we played. We played some mothership on here too. So very excited to be on the other side uh, as we played. Uh, we played. What gradient in the set and like a couple one shots and such. So yeah, uh, really a good game. bit of mothership. Yeah, we have. Uh, okay then. Yeah. Uh, and wait, that you don't like mothership, Kipser? No, I've never played it. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I have uh, no idea. <laughs> yada yada yada. Your character's dead. That's essentially okay. mothership. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, your character is pretty we'll, similar. We'll actually die faster than Frosty died, didn't oh, I? Mean, yes, that's pretty quick. Uh, and probably in a worse way, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it'll be it'll be excruciating. 
Or Stephen will shoot your character in the head because that's how Ashley's characters always die uh, in Mothership. Just or Stephen will close the door on you when you're trying to go somewhere. Hey, no, no, no. That was death in space. That was death Different in space. Systems. I got Stephen's character seemed to kill a lot of the PCs. Yeah. He's got anger issues and he takes them out on us. I don't know what that is. I do. I do. We just love I him. Don't roll nine. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. Not when I'm a GM, uh, just when I'm a player. That's when I take it out on other players. <laughs> that is actually true, which is so weird. Uh, all right. Uh, other than that, come check out the Discord. Uh, we can kind of chat with all of us. We're around there hanging out, uh, different games and things. And, Stephen, what else can they do over on the Discord? On the Discord, you can come hang out with me as I am playtesting my own RPG called Huckleberry. It's a weird West game. Uh, it's some rootin', tootin', highfalutin' fun. Uh we have been uh, deep into playtesting. We've already had quite a few sessions, and we got a couple more coming up in the next week. Uh, so join the Discord uh, when you agree to the rules. Also click on the little howdy hat, uh, and you'll be a playtester. And you can uh, uh, sign up for sessions as they're available. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's about it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and raid Ain't Got Crit as they are playing... Vampire the Masquerade, and we are World of Darkness fans here. So uh, we'll go check them out. You'll go check them out. Have a great rest of your night. We'll see you later in the week. Good night, everybody. Have a good, good. night.